0: at the end of the month in january i thought i was coming over here in january and uh this really was the beginning of the year god gave me this message in january and it was for that year and uh, it, i mean it's for this year and so i wasn't even and i've ministered in several places already and uh, and I was getting my message prepared and the Lord sent me right back to this. And I'm saying, but Lord, you know, it's let there, let there be in it's 2016 declaration. And he said, no problem. I can make up for lost time. Amen. There's still time left. That, that's, that's the way he talks to me. Now, you didn't, if you'd walked in the room, you would not have heard him say that. But I heard it in my spirit. And that's how I heard him speak to me in my heart. And he said... There's plenty time left. So, what we're going to do is, the first quarter may have gone, but we've got three quarters left in the game, and I can tell you, or two thirds left in the game, whatever we are, and God is going to redeem some things for people. This is your year. We said it from the beginning, 2016, and if you've already gotten weary in it and you were excited in January, God sent me along today to get you excited again, because this year ain't over, baby. Baby, the fat lady nor the skinny or the in-between one has not sang yet. And until they do, until God, God has the last word on this. He has the last word. And don't you give up. Failure is not final. Quitting is. Failure is not final. This is not your time. This is your time to get re-energized, re-synergized. Oh, my goodness. I was looking for Somebody. Hmm, 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 I don't see him. Is Mary Fontenot in here? That's right. She sure is. Uh, is Stacy Fontenot in here? Okay. Well, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. Keep going. I had a word. They missed it, see? That's all I can say. Okay. Here's what the Lord said at the beginning. This actual word came to us at the end of November for 2016. God said, I'm realigning and reassigning. And I'm bringing it to, into play purposeful alignments. Think in your life right now, alignments that God's bringing into your life. This is the year of purposeful alignments and detailed alignments assignments, detailed assignments. He said, I'm bringing pieces together, missing pieces and missing parts. I'm repositioning pieces that are out of place that you've tried to get stuck in there, but that just won't fit. And God said, I'm connecting the dots. Divine connections are coming together. In fact, God said, this is the year of divine connectors. And divine connections. Small connectors will facilitate large assignments and alignments. Pay attention to detail. Pay attention to detail. You will perceive the purposes of partnerships and alignments. Pay attention to detail. It says small details equal big difference. By the end of the year, the parts and the pieces, alignments and assignments would be released in the heavenlies. That was by the end of the year 2015. And God says, but... Heaven is connecting them to earth. Although you may not see every part even until the end of the year. But they are coming together and connecting. In the heavenlies they've been released into the earth realm. And you will see these come together this year. And God said this. This was the final thing he said to us um, before the beginning of the year. And he said, I will on January the 1st of 2016 hit the reset button. Okay, now I don't have one, but I, I used to have one of those that you hit it, and it ding-ling-ling-ling-ling, ling, 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 and it resets. Okay, so we're going to do it right now on three, and I want you to hit your reset button, because in the Spirit, God's doing that. There's You've already messed up this year, but I came along just to give you the word of the Lord, that it's time to hit the reset button. You get a little advantage, you get a little advantage. You, you've been trying out some things this year. It didn't work. Go back to what God said. One, two, three. Hit the reset. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 2014, I have it written down in my, my uh, phone, my notes, and I went back and found it because it stuck in my head. Bishop Tudor was in the green room. He was doing a prayer, prayer conference, and we had been talking in the green room. It was just during the day, and it wasn't... A, a ton of people there, and, but we were getting, going back in, about to go back into the afternoon service. And, uh, oh, sweet Jesus. And uh, I was in the green room. We're walking down the hallway, going in the back way up to the platform. <coughs> I'm going to need some water, please. Thank you. And uh, In 2014, as we're walking down that hallway, Bishop Tudor said to me, just off the cuff, Thank you. You can just put it right there. Thank you. He said, oh, hallelujah to all those that are watching. This is for you too. <laughs> Yay. We're so glad you have tuned in. No, it's really not tuned. Streamed in. Yeah. There you go. We're glad you're with us today. This is for you. God has the word. Um, 2014, we're walking in the hallway. And he just off the cuff says, Pastor Renee, I wrote it down when I got and sat down in there. He said, 2016 uh, is going to be the year for the people of Triumph and the church. It's going to be the greatest year ever. It's going to be connections. And he's just walking along, and I'm saying, yay, Jesus. And, uh, and, and he said, it's going to be explosive at growth and expansion. And I sat down, and I wrote it down. And he said it twice, 2016 is coming. I sat down in the front seat and I wrote in my notes I'm angry I have to talk to him what about 2015 because I was in 14 and uh, by the time I got through with 15 I realized that was God setting us up but that wasn't the year just saying but we're in it we are here we have arrived and this is your time and what hasn't happened yet is gonna happen I speak it. I release it over this house. I release it over these people. This is our season. What we didn't see fulfilled in 14, what we didn't get in 15, we're getting it this year. This is our year. This is our year. So this is what the Lord said. God says, it's reset time. So I looked up reset. God does not look at time the way we do, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. you got to know that. It's not that you get a brand new do-over. That's not necessarily it either. But what He does is He layers things. And so He will use everything that you messed up, and He'll layer it, and you'll use something and make it great over here and push it over here and pull it over here and pull this up and make some mosaic unbelievable which was the word the Lord gave us that he was doing, he was, he, uh, there was a mosaic picture. That, that was what God had spoken to us back in, in uh, October. There was a mosaic that he was putting together. But listen what the dictionary says about reset. To reset, to set again, to change the reading of as of a clock, usually back to zero. In other words, the time spent is not lost but only restored. But we get it better than that. We get it redeemed. When we hit the reset button, it's better than the original because you have all the experience of the time. You get all of that and you get the to, to do-over. It's awesome when God hits the reset button. Somebody say, I'm hitting it again. Hitting it again. Amen? Okay. So we know this is an awesome year that God has given us and it's just really getting cranked up, ready to go. But there is something that the Lord has really, really dealt with me about what He is allowing to come into to be again in the resetting of this year and in the resetting of the structure of this house. There is anointing for resetting our lives. And anointing is this. It's, the Word of the Lord tells us in Isaiah 61, 1 through 6. For the Spirit of God, the Master, is on me because God anointed me. He sent me to preach good news to the poor, heal the heartbroken, announce freedom to all captives pardon all prisoners this is what your anointing is for how many of you know you have an anointing from the holy one he has given every one of us one god sent me to announce the year of his grace and that's a celebration of god's destruction of our enemies and to comfort all who mourn to care for the needs of all who mourn in zion give them bouquets of roses instead of ashes yay jesus Messages of happy instead of news of doom. A praising heart instead of a languid and downcast spirit. I don't think they probably don't have that because I didn't give it to them. That's the message. Just saying. Uh, the, so here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. There's time to reset. And there is an anointing that is on us. And God has given each of us one, but the anointing requires a plan. The anointing requires a plan. You have to have an assignment, and you have to understand your assignment. You have to discover it. You have to seek it. Isaiah 61, you are anointed, and God is going to prove himself to us this year. The anointing needs a plan. Without knowledge, people perish, right? The Word says, know the truth, and he will set you free. Timothy said, I will fight the good fight. I will fight the good fight of faith because I know that I have an anointing and it will keep me in the battle as long as needs be. The Lord said there is a heightened sense of awareness upon us right now. You know, in our world, here's the deal. There has been a desensitizing to the awareness of things around us. But there is a spiritual heightening There's a spirit like, you know, when things go on high alert and and in that world, in the world of security and national security, there's heightened security. There's a heightened awareness in every believer right now, if you will, dial into it. And God will so cause your anointing to begin to explode. So there is a reason for our anointing. I read you the scripture about anointing because you got to know you have one. And here's what the Lord said to me. Let there be, say let there be be. anointing Anointing. released. released. Okay, so here's what it's released for. I have seven things, lots more, but in this house and in this year, God said reset these, reset these foundationals. Let there be prayer, say let there be prayer. I hope you've reset your prayer dial. We just had an all-night prayer meeting. It's the first one that I've had in years and years and years. In fact, 99% of those ladies had never even heard of one, much less experienced one. And I went, I didn't know if any one human would show up. I honestly thought it was gonna be me and the security guard. And when I got there, there were 32 women. And out of the 32 women, 28 of them stayed to 4 o'clock, 21 stayed to 5 o'clock, and 18 stayed to 6 o'clock. And let me tell you, we didn't just have some mealy mouth prayer. Those women interceded and prayed in the Spirit. I've gotten so many emails and texts of what God has done. Prayer works. Prayer works. We're resetting the prayer button. Prayer is the highest form of faith. Trusting God, bringing God into every situation and expecting Him to change it from the natural to the supernatural so that He gets all the glory. Prayer works. You have a voice. Use it. You have a voice. The bridegroom is waiting on the voice of the bride because the effectual, fervent prayer of righteous men and women avails much. Pray! Pray, saints, pray! Pray, saints, pray! This is a reset button. Get back on your knees. Spend time in prayer. It will change your life. You will see what God has said will happen, will happen. Pray. Hannah prayed. Elijah prayed. Jesus prayed. Pray without ceasing. Let your spirit men pray. Pray continually. I'm going fast because i got to get it in. Let there be prayer. Say, let there be prayer. I'm, I'm telling you, there are so many things I could tell you about prayer uh, uh, that have happened to us recently just in this year alone. But, but there's a story I want to tell you quickly. Uh, a girl named Rachel Young that many of you've probably met she 's from our Jasper Church, but she lives in Sugarland, goes to school uh, there. but on a Saturday in the end of January on a saturday i was uh, I was actually with Mark and Faith Moe are they here no okay they well i 'm glad y'all are here, just saying and uh and i I was with them and and I dropped them off to go to their RV and I was headed to get some things done before we had an elders and pastors meeting. And as I pulled out uh, of the parking lot, the, I'm headed to this place. The Lord began to speak to me about Rachel and I just saw this quick vision. So I pulled over and I texted her. And said, I'm praying for you now. And I hadn't seen her in several weeks. She'd been out of town gone. I hadn't seen her in probably a month or two. I didn't even talk to her or nothing. She wasn't on my mind. But I was sensitive because my, my spirit man has learned to pray. Do you know your spirit can pray? You can do two or three things at one time. So I'm praying for her. I didn't hear from her. I stopped long enough to pray. It was 3.40 that afternoon. I stopped long enough to pray. I didn't hear from her. So the next day's church, and I uh, was sitting in the green room before church, and it hit me. I haven't heard from Rachel, and I just felt this flooding thing. Again, I just texted her and said, didn't hear from you. I pray everything's okay. Can't get you off my heart. I got in church. I sat down, and right before, just as I walked in, my my phone buzzed before the service started. I picked it up and Rachel said, Pastor Renee, we are just now seeing at this exact moment why I didn't respond was the minutes before um, this during this moment, I had a horrible accident on Interstate 10 and over on Interstate 10 in Katy. And it totaled my car, totaled the other person's. And I should totally be dead now. There's no reason for me to be alive. And we know it was because God had sent an intercessor. Yay, Jesus! <clears throat> I I can And I would love to tell you that happens to me every time. I have missed it so many times. I'll be the first to tell you. But I just have come to tell you today, reset prayer in your life. Reset prayer in your life. That's what we're all about. And then secondly, I have a lot more, but let's move on. Let there be revision. Say revision. Revision. I know I might have made that word up, but we're going to get... I'm not talking about revision, like revisit... But there is a revisioning of your vision. you got to go back and see again. You are anointed for vision. Say, I am anointed for vision. I am anointed for vision. I'm anointed for vision. It's time to activate leaders and activate our church this year. Grace is coming into our life for new vision. Many of you seemingly got it at the beginning of the year, but God said, Revision. Hit the reset button. There's revision coming back on you. You're going to be able to see a new season. God is anointing it as far. It was in Abraham's 25th year of ministry. A mirage in the desert that God's about to announce to him a vision. And I can pray and I'm praying for new vision for every person in here. It's time to revision. Vision from the Lord moves us into greater purposes of Him. It's a year of increased and renewed vision. Revision. This is what Habakkuk two two and three in the message says. And then God answered, Write this. Write what you see. Vision is seeing, ladies and gentlemen. Write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision, this message is witnessing point to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. I'm reading the Word. And it doesn't lie. It seems slow in coming, but wait. It's on the way. It will come right on time. Yes, it will. Now, that is the... the, the message version it's an awesome thing rewrite it i'm going to ask every one of you to go home today and rewrite your vision rewrite your vision get it out in block letters if you have to but rewrite your vision your vision is what god has given you an impartation in your life to get done live in and and recently i'm doing mentorship classes several mentorship classes right now with different women and um, they've turned out to be one of the best things I've ever done in my life but I'm having these ladies write their motto kind of their vision statement not so much a paragraph but just a motto and I'm going down the, the road because you need something to measure your life by you need something to go back and see am I following that purpose am I living intentionally you know or do I just have good intentions there's a difference You've got to live intentionally. So I'm going down the road, and all of a sudden God downloaded something in my spirit, and it was four things. You'll see it on every piece of correspondence that you get from me. Get from me. And this is my life. Live passionately. love wholeheartedly. Care deeply. give extravagantly and speak kindly. That's what I'm about. I didn't have to go study for mine. God just downloaded. You may need to pray, study, but get it written down so that you can intentionally live your life. Let there be revision. So let there be... Say it again. Let there be... And number three, let there be healing. It's time for healing. It's time for healing. You have an anointing to heal. Your anointing was given by God for mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual healing. The Word of the Lord says, For the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. He has anointed me to heal. It's time to reset the healing button at Triumph Church. Matthew 16, 17 says, These signs will follow those that believe. They shall lay hands. Yeah, that's not laying hands on stuff. Lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Oh, Jesus. And and then the Lord said that this year we would see an increase in healings and supernatural signs. But it's not going to happen unless you release it. This is your year. Make up for it. Hit the reset button. I want to see people get healed in the second song. Not the last minute of the service. I'm talking about right up front. There's already healings breaking out in the congregation. I say it's time. Let there be Let there be, let there be deliverance. It's a reset button for deliverance. We got to hit the reset button on healing. One, two, three, reset. Healing, now we're going to hit one for deliverance because God says he's given us an anointing to set at liberty those who are bound. That is what your anointing is for. Matthew 16, 17 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. They will cast out the." Oh, that's that weird casting out stuff. You don't have to make a fool of you or them or anybody else. Just do what you're supposed to do. Do what you've been called to do. This is our year. It's time to hit the reset button. It's our time to deliver for deliverance. Quick story: Dr. Lester Summerall was in our home in that little garage apartment. Many of you remember that we had everybody up there. I know it was little, it was all crowded, but we didn't care. It was good. It was nice. It was fun. And we had a we were happy. And we brought everybody there. And you can't, if you don't celebrate what you got, you're never gonna get anything else. And we celebrated with everybody in that little garage apartment upstairs. And at that table, we had men and women of God that are known all over the world. One was Dr. Lester Summerall. And my kids may barely even remember it, but we did have him lay hands on them. And so he told me the story, told all of us the story. And I, I, I wanted to remember it correctly because I kept getting it just a little bit messed up. And I said, no, I'm going to go. So I got his book and where he wrote it down, it says this. He was staying in a village deep in the Philippine jungle after casting out devils out of a young girl. As he lay on his bed that evening, the bed suddenly began to shake and dance across to the middle of the floor. Dr. Summerall recounted I recognized immediately it was the devil So I jumped up and said I rebuke you And this is where I I see myself I've done it and you've done it I rebuke you devil he said The bed stopped shaking And, And this is what is so awesome for me Because that's where most of us stop Well we got it stopped Dr. Summerall went back to bed he said Then he did something that He had never done before Now, he said, there's something happened in me. And I jumped back up and said, now put it back. Most of us. Now, and he said, that bed just began to jump all the way back over to the middle of the room. Oh, yay, Jesus. Yay, Jesus. It's time for deliverance. It's time to hit the reset button. It ain't just enough to to rebuke the devil. You tell him you go put it back. You undo all the damage you've done. In Jesus' name, it's my turn now. It's time. One, two, three. Reset. Deliverance. Let there be. Oh, my goodness. I got to go. I got to hit this one. Let there be honor and unity. Let there be honor and unity. And I brought them together, and you'll see why. Well, first of all, I'm just taking a download in the Spirit. Then I know that you always back up what you feel and sense in the Word with the Word, okay? So I went back to the Word, and you know what the Lord spoke to me? He was right. Isn't that a novel idea? That He might be right. Everywhere. There is brokenness. God wants us to be ambassadors of reconciliation. And I want you to ask yourself a question today. Are you a product of healing, reconciliation, or are you a product of division? Or let me ask you a more important one because you can deal with that one and you can get God to forgive and cover and do everything that's happened in your past. But moving forward, this is more important to you. Are you now producing everywhere in your life? You go. Are you a part of division or unity? That's the word of the Lord right now. To people all over the body of Christ. It's a word to this generation. It's a word to the politicians. It's a word in every arena of life right now. Are you dividing? Are you unifying? If you're dividing, you're not doing what God has called you to do. If you're unifying, you're getting in the flow of the anointing. Because you've been anointed for unity. In fact, Psalm tells us that it starts at the head and it works itself down. And the only place in Scripture, the only place in the Word where there is a commanded blessing, where brethren dwell together in division, in unity. In unity, we need to hit the reset button. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard. The beard of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It's like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commands the blessing. And there only does he command the blessing for life evermore. God brings power of diversity. Without division. He brings the power of diversity. Where there is honor, there begins, there is a release of unity. Don't ever forget that. Put that down in your notes and put five stars by it. Let there be honor. Let me tell you, get off of social media unless you're going to release honor, worth, reputation, the glory of God. If you're dividing and divisive, get off of it. Yes, I know that it's created for this generation and your generation and mine and every other one that wants to use it. But everything has a redeemed purpose to it. And the purpose is for the goodness and for the glory of God to expand the earth. If just the body of Christ would take over social media right now, we'd have a revival. There ain't no telling what would happen if we could just get unity and healing and deliverance. And on the word, I told you about the Facebook thing. Oh, when God, I woke up with that Bible on my chest and I looked at it and the Lord says, you want to talk about Facebook? This is Facebook. This is it right here. You got to face the book. Face the book. Every time you face the book, there's anointing that's going to be released out of you. God, let us face the book. I, I am determined in this church, I am speaking a prophetic word. We'll operate in honor and unity. Let us hit the reset button. Honor, unity, reset. In Jesus' name. I, 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 I'm not through with that one because i got to tell you something else. The oil of the anointing box. When the oil came down, it was the woman was honoring Jesus. And the disciples mocked her. You remember about that? They said it's a waste. It's always an excuse not to honor people. For her, it was an honoring. It was an honor thing. People always have an excuse. I don't have to honor my my daddy anymore. I'm 20 years old. I don't have to honor my father. I don't have to honor my teacher. I don't have to honor my pastor. I'm my own man. You know what? A spirit of independence will destroy your life. A spirit of it. I'm not talking about independence. We're in the fact that it sets us free. I'm talking about a spirit that continually, and you have your own thing going. You better connect your own thing to the right thing is all I'm saying. It's time for there to be unity. Have you ever heard, seen somebody spray a bunch of, uh, they, they spray some of that toilet on them. And they come in and they make a big splash, but it don't last. It don't last because it ain't got the real ingredients in it, just saying. It don't have the real stuff in it, and when you get the real stuff all mixed up together, and it's got a little, oil, it's got a little myrrh in there, and that myrrh's bitter. But just as sure as there's myrrh, there's some cinnamon and some acacia coming, and there's a mixture going on. And here's the deal: at the end of the day, what that woman, that honoring that came on her, she poured that oil out of honor. Then it was prophetic, and there was resurrection. she, she you know the whole deal. And she's still a memorial today. Do you think that didn't last? It lasts. Unity, honor last. That kind of honor lasts. Just making a big splash. Everybody knows what you're trying to do, and it stinks when you leave. Just saying. We want the commanded blessing. Here's what I want to tell you. I have a directive for you. Pour the oil in wine where there is honor due. Pour out the oil and the wine and, and get up under a yoke. Unify yourself with the yoke of this house. Oh, I don't even think like that. Get yourself into alignment. Bless God and watch the unity and watch the flow of anointing. If we want the commanded blessing, honor, honor, honor. You need to go back and find the last person you offended or the last person who offended you. And I have determined I'm going to live by a code of honor. I'm going to live by, I'm going to pour some oil on some wounds and I'm going to see the commanded blessing. There's marriages in this house today. I'm sorry, I want to go on, but I get stuck because I feel the spirit of the Lord that is just really, really reaching out. There is some reconciliation that's so much more important than being right. It's so much more important for you to go back and say, I'm sorry. It's really easy in the big picture of life. If you want the commanded blessing, get in unity. Get in agreement. Come on, let's get that honor flowing in this house. There will be unity. Let there be unity and let there be honor. Reset. In Jesus' name, let there be praise and worship. Let there be pra- There's an anointing that reminds the devil of what he used to be. It reminds him every time you let it out of your mouth. Anointed. You're anointed to release that. You're anointed to release that. You praise what you value. If you value you, him. There's just something that's got to be released. And people can say it's culturally acceptable or not acceptable. I don't care. I got a family that loves sports like crazy. They are ridiculously involved in sports and love it unbelievably. And I can tell you one thing. Their personalities go out the side door when that little, that little pigskin or that little whatever that little baseball is made out of or that little basketball and all that kind of stuff. And, and they go crazy. My son jumps up on a t- and he messed up, totally destroyed my table. It was crazy over a pigskin that has never shed one drop of blood for him. Not one. It has never sent him mercies fresh in the next morning. It has never put grace on and empowered his life to move his family forward. I'm just telling you there is something great about this worship thing we got to get a hold of. Even, I'm telling you, if God doesn't do what he does, he's still who he is. You got to worship him for who he is. Praise him for the blood that has never lost its power. Praise him for his goodness and mercy. Praise Him. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him for who He is. His mercy endures forever and ever. Praise Him for He never sleeps nor slumbers. Praise Him that He is Jehovah-Jireh. Praise Him that He is jehovah Nissi. Praise Him. Let everything that hath breath, praise Him. Praise Him His mercy endures to all generations. Not just my mama's, not just mine, but there's mercy for my kids, and there's mercy for my grandkids, and there's mercy for if I ever have any great ones, they're coming along too because I am praising him. I got something to praise him for. Let there be praise and worship in Jesus' name. Last, and I gotta go. Let there be prophecy. Oh, I know, I'm sorry. I know I brought up this Pentecostal one. It's not. It's for everybody. It's in the New Testament. It's just the one that... Now, if you've never had a battle and you have never been through a challenge in your life, you may not need this one. But if you ever have, you're going to need to hit the reset today. Because, hey, Timothy said, I, that's the way I got to fight. Because I've been through some tough times. I, I, I keep going through them, Paul. I, I just need some help. And and Barnabas and and Timothy and Paul got together and he said, this is how you do it. Get the words that have been spoken off of, over you and start fighting the good fight of faith. This is the... Uh, I plead the blood war song y'all did up in here. I plead, okay, you got a war in the spirit, and you've got the blood of Jesus on your side. You've got the word of God, but speak the word. Speak the word, and prophecy is not telling somebody something they want to hear, so you can call yourself a prophet? That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm not even talking about the, uh, the office of a prophet. I'm talking about the believer's anointing today. I'm talking about the anointing of every human in this place to speak the word of the Lord. Use prophecy to war. We need weapons of mass destruction. And we have them if we will hit the reset button. It's time to prophesy. It's time to speak the word of the Lord. God has a will for this church. God has a will for your life. I want you to stand with me. I'm jumping, jumping ahead. I told you I couldn't finish it. They only let me come one time and I can't get it done. I'm just sorry. I try. No, it's not that they won't let me. I can not been able to, but I will try to do better. And here's the deal. Oh, I have so much in my spirit I want to share with you. God, I'm asking you right now, just impart to these people, Lord, just impart things that I do not have the time to say. Let your spirit do the work. There is a spirit of impartation. If you'll put your hands out, you can receive. You can receive today. I wanted to give you the prophetic word that's over that just happened. There was one that brought this place into existence. There was one that brought Niederland into existence. Prophetic words. There was one that brought Jasper, let the healing began. You remember? There was one for Vicksburg in a tent with nine women under it. Go. There was one for Sugarland. Many of you remember in 25 years we're worshiping. There's one for Sugarland. In Sugarland, back in October, God gave us this word. About the reset and what was going to happen in 2016, and on and God said, but on December the 9th, Ryan's going to put a picture up. On December the 9th, God spoke to me, and I called Randy on the phone. And said God said He's going to give us a sign that He's bringing connections together, and the word of the Lord over this house because we bought in Stafford, we wanted in Sugarland, but it was 44 million versus four million. We, we took Stafford. As it's turned out, now that whole strip where T.I. used to be, they have sold it, and it's called, you'll never guess what it's called. I'll tell you in a minute. But on December the 10th, we had said, you know, please, please, we heard it was coming, and they called, and Judy, our our. Uh, accounts person had she knows all the people in the in stafford because she's lived their whole life and they had released the word that no it wasn't going to fall through they were not going to be able to do it because they had found contain some uh, contamination under the ground this was a week and a half prior to this On December the 9th, God said, I'm about to give you a word that what I said was true. And I am bringing things into being. On December the 10th, that's Judy's van. She's coming to church. She gets out, takes a picture right across the, right there. That's, that's That's our street. Right there across. They're digging up dirt on December the 10th. God said he'd give us a sign. Because what has happened is now there's this thing called the mosaic. Excuse me. The mosaic is coming, a place that we bought that wasn't the best place we would have chosen. But now it is the place, the most upscale, 7,500 people are about to move into upscale loft buildings right there. Not only that, it is the most up-to-date, like town center, Sugar Land, but way above that, the best in the nation. They're spending thousands and thousands, called the Mosaic. It will be a finishing in 2017, but it began in 2016. What I'm telling you, when God says he'll do something, and immediately, oh, oh, I forgot the best part. On December the 9th, the Lord said, I'm going to give you a word. And I called Randy and told him that said, I'm increasing, I am putting things together and I'm increasing your value. We didn't have a clue what that meant. December the 10th, this started. Our value of that property has gone out the roof. Just in one day, just in one day, it's making it. It's making it go out through. If you tell me that this isn't a day to hear the word of the Lord and speak it into the heavenlies and release it, it's time. Say it's time. It's time, it's time to declare. I, I wish he could show you, but we don't have time. But let me just go to 2016. This is what God said. And We're going to make this declaration. God has hit the reset button and this will be the rest of this year, the year of I don't know if, that, if they got it. They're year of purposeful alignments and detailed assignments. You got to say it with me. Purposeful alignments and detailed assignments. Missing pieces. Assembling. All right, one, two, three. Missing pieces assembling a year of divine connectors and connections a year of divine connectors and connections a year of follow-through and finishing projects I kept saying Lord this is year of the breakthrough and he said no it's a year of the follow-through <laughs> small details equal big difference year of activation and effectiveness Renewed passion. Rebranding. You've already done it. A year of elevated thinking. Think and believe brand new. It's a new grace for a new face.